Hello, this is Danny at Logical Soccer Investing. I'm excited to talk to you about episode three today. Episode three is titled, When to Buy and When to Sell. No one quite can predict the perfect time of buying and selling. If they did, they would be a millionaire slash billionaire. If you know exactly when to buy and when to sell, there'd be no risk involved. You would just be making tons of money. Most of us have to use facts, gut instinct, or other things to figure out when to do it, and it's not an exact science. However, we can deduce from previous events information to help us determine when is the right time, when is the wrong time to sell. One of the most important events, I think, in the history of soccer cards up to this point, and kind of determining that, it's kind of a microcosm of a time, August 2020, the soccer boom happened and we experienced soccer prices like we've never seen before. So I think if we can determine why that happened, we can reasonably predict when it will happen again and take it from there and hopefully make some money out of it. So in August, obviously we're in a worldwide pandemic, we've been dealing it for some time, dealing with it for some time. Within this pandemic, sports stopped. And we know that when sports stopped, we all anticipated the card market going down, but instead it did the opposite. It went up. For reasons, I'm, I'm sure people will come up with studies in years from now on exactly why it went up, but you could assume that it was a form of entertainment because sports weren't happening. We kind of made sports for ourselves and investing in cards. Um, and other reasons, it was already going up, uh, going into the pandemic. The pandemic really knocked it up quite a few gears. So the pandemic, pandemic happened, sports stopped, and then when it came back on, it came back on. <laughs> uh, first, it was the Bundesliga, in soccer at least. You were seeing fluctuations in pricing happening there. Then Premier League started. You started seeing increase, increases in prices and fluctuations happen there. And then something very unique happened. Over a two-week span, the UEFA Champions League was completed. It was really, really exciting. Something that we have not seen up until this point. And I'm, I'm not sure if we ever will see something like that in the format that it was done in. It was a two-week tournament, knockout stage, two-week essentially, of the UEFA Champions League. Normally, the Champions League happens over the course of the year. For instance, the first round is happening right now. A lot of big games happen yesterday and today. But in this special Champions League edition of knockout stages happened over the course of two weeks. And because of that, prices went crazy. Now, I'm... Not sure where your level of understanding soccer is, your soccer expertise with the international tournaments, but that resembled to a very, very large extent what you would see in some sort of international tournament. What I mean by that is over a certain amount of time, very intense, high profile, high stakes games are happening. When this happened, the soccer market went insane for a few reasons. Number one, it was getting a lot of attention, specific, specifically 
from Americans. It seemed like there was a ton of American interest. You know this because of the ebb and flow of card sales during this time. Uh, some of you guys may have realized that the final of the UEFA Champions League also happened to have been the day that Luka Doncic hit a game-winning shot in the playoffs. That was an insane shot, by the way. What you notice on that day, I, I noticed particularly, is that soccer card prices have went down. And certain basketball prices went way up, especially Luka Doncic, which is a big deal. Some other things I noticed about that uh, two-week span of the Champions League uh, that happened. One is that prices were consistently rising with the price with the success of Lionel Messi. So I don't I don't know how many of you guys noticed this. So Lionel Messi prices, his prison prices were going insane. They kept going up and up and up and up. And with that, a ton of cards were going up. And it makes sense. It's almost like a domino effect. Lionel Messi's prices go up to a certain point and then Logically, as humans, we say, okay, well, this person is this this much farther back than Messi, and this person's here in relation to Messi, and we kind of adjust the prices accordingly. So it's not like Messi's going to go up, and you're going to see a bunch of comparable, I mean, no one's who's comparable to Messi, but let's say semi-comparable players to Messi uh, at extremely low price points. No, they're going to move up too in relation to Messi. So what you were seeing was Messi having success and people having, even if it was the faintest bit of hope, <laughs> that Barcelona was going to uh, continue advancing in the Champions League, you saw prices rise with Messi. Something interesting, too, the price peak of the Ronaldo Prism card did not happen when he got out of the UCL tournament. It happened after Messi got out of the tournament. And it wasn't just Ronaldo, it was a ton of other players that went down with Messi's card going down. But there were still certain cards that were going up, and that prevented the cards from getting super low after Messi got out. For instance, PSG was fortunate enough to make it to the final of the Champions League. What you notice, was, probably noticed, was... Kylian Mbappe's prices getting higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. And the market was red hot. When PSG played that final game after they were done, prices went down. Across the board, they went down. I think Kylian Mbappe was the last one kind of propelling the market upward. Kylian Mbappe is a player that has had quite a bit of following in the sports card world, especially in the United States. Even those that don't know much about soccer, Kylian Mbappe is becoming more of a popular name, especially with card collectors. They understand he's a young prospect, a guy who's already won a World Cup. And people were thinking, man, this guy is about to win a Champions League, and that kind of solidifies his legacy because he's already won a World Cup. So prices are getting higher, prices are getting higher. Then after they lost, everything went down. Now, I'm not necessarily saying it's because Kylian Mbappe going down made everything go down, although I think there is some truth to that. I think no matter what, the prices were going to go down. And it's not for actually the people, the reason that people might say. I know a lot of people talk about market correction and that concept. 
But I think actually something even more to think about would be anticipation or potential. We love anticipating something. We love the potential of something. If you look at the basketball NBA finals, what's fascinating is that when LeBron James won the title with the Los Angeles Lakers, after that happened, everything went down. When I say everything, meaning LeBron James, Topps Chrome PSA 10 card went down as well. And you wouldn't think that would happen. You would think that his cards would go up. He just solidified his legacy. He's won three championships with three different teams. That's a big deal. However, his prices went down, as did all essentially basketball cards. Uh, so there's something to say about the anticipation of something. We all anticipated the final and the conclusion of the UEFA Champions League. We're, it's building up, it's building up, it's building up. But then once it's decided, we kind of lose some interest. And it happens in every sport. You know, people talk about the phenomenon of when Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, all of a sudden, Patrick Mahomes prices went down. And a lot, a lot of it has to do with potential and anticipation. So we know that no games are going to be played in the imminent future, although there was a, I mean, in soccer's case, there was a quick turnaround. But you know that mostly there's not going to be games played in the imminent future. So you look toward the next thing to invest in. Because people love potential. People want to see something go up out of nothing. So with that in mind, that's kind of outlined my strategic plan on when to buy and when to sell cards. When to sell cards first. So for me, when the, the time to sell cards would be a time similar to what we experienced with the uh, UCL, um, with the UCL this past year. It's a moment where there's a ton of attention brought to an event and the stakes are high and people are anticipating a certain result. This summer for soccer is a big, big summer. The stars have aligned and essentially everything is happening within the summer, it seems, you know, aside from the World Cup. So Olympics, they're happening this summer. Uh, the Euro Cup, the Euro Championship happening this summer. Copa America happening this summer. The Gold Cup, not that the Gold Cup means that much, but, you know, even still, that, that's where the Americans get down. So the Gold Cup happening this summer. Uh, so many tournaments are going to be happening this summer. And I think especially you're going to see a lot of attention brought toward the Euros. I'm anticipating that it's going to be very hyped up. People are going to get really hyped up about certain teams. England, for one. Do I think England are going to win the Euros? No, I don't think they will. However, any bit of success, I'm pretty sure, is going to get the market jived up. Just like it always is with English players or American players at that. I think the market is going to respond strongly to England winning, winning a couple of games, getting out of the first round. And people are going to start anticipating, maybe, maybe this is the year. Maybe, maybe England are going to win the Euros. 
Same thing with France. If France has any level of success at the Euros, if they make it out of the first round, they start to keep advancing, that's going to get the market into a little bit of a frenzy. Same thing with Portugal. If you see Cristiano Ronaldo tearing it up again and Portugal having success, you're going to see things escalate quite a bit. So for me, my strategy, I feel strong. Now, this is going to be after, you know, Champions League. A lot of these things are going to be settled. So the market's already going to be kind of heated. And then when that's done, they're going to be anticipating the Euro Cup. So my strategy is wait until the first round of the Euro Cup is done. And that's a good time to sell cards. I think that's where you're going to really find the opportunity to maximize um, maximize the cards that you have. Another, another idea, too, even think about the... Uh, the Euro Select cards, 2020. I think that is the perfect time to sell. People are going to be anticipating those cards, some of those cards blowing up. You never know. You might see a team like, I wouldn't be surprised if Ukraine, uh, you know, uh, advances out of the first round. You never know. They really do have a solid uh, soccer uh, soccer federation and they're doing quite well, actually, in other t- sorts of tournaments. I wouldn't be surprised if they did well. Um, and some other teams that will kind of make the, make the market heat up quite a bit. So that's a time that's good for me to sell. When is a good time to buy? A good time to buy is now. <laughs> like now. Some of the deals I'm seeing online are kind of bewildering and really cool actually because I can't not see some of those prices going down. The fact that you can buy Marcus Rashford, 16, 17 select cards, the base, for 7 to $10 is mind-blowing to me. Um, I think there are deals to be had. Messi's Prism, which was going raw for like $500, is now going under 100 That is a deal. That is a deal. That is a deal. Um, there are some incredible deals out there, and I'm not sure as time goes along if you will see better deals. One of the big things I'm looking at right now is how is Messi doing, and how is Ronaldo doing? Obviously, Ronaldo is has COVID-19 right now, so he's not doing too much. Messi's playing well. Barcelona is playing well. If they continue that form. I fully believe that card prices are going to go up because as Messi goes up in relation, other prices have to go up. We're early enough in the season. I feel that it's a good time to do it now uh, before he has massive success, before he's, he you know gets his first hat trick. I've seen him play this year and I've seen him play last year. He really hasn't changed. <laughs> he's still the amazing dominant force that he always is. And of course, you know, some things people don't like, he walks often. He just walks around, but then he goes faster than lightning, and then he ends up taking out your team and scoring a goal. It's the same Messi, and their team is looking good. They figured out a lot of different spacing issues that they're having. Uh, the coach seems to be good, so I feel that their success is going to perpetuate the market. Christian Pulisic is back in action. He's been playing well. He hasn't had one of those drop-dead amazing performances like he was doing at the end of last year. When that starts happening consistently, American attention is going to be put on the market. When that happens, prices are going to go up. Gio Reyna is having a particular amount of success right now. 
he really is playing well in that kind of attacking midfield role like his daddy did <laughs> and uh, and is a dynamic passer and he has a great connection with one of the most upcoming strikers in the world, Erding Holland, and they're like best buds too. That's going to pay off dividends. He's going to have success. I think he's a market mover as well. You're going to see him propel the market as well. There's a lot of different factors that you have to consider, but I think now is the best time you can buy cards. You do not want to buy cards when they're trending. You don't want to buy the cards in the soccer market when they're trending. Uh, One of the most interesting videos to me that I always watch are the uh, card hour trending cards. And the reason why I'm excited about watching those videos is so I know which cards to buy and which cards not to buy. If a card is trending, I do not buy that card. (laughs) Like that just, that helps me, that guides me. Okay, this card is trending. Let me stay away from that card because inevitably the price is going to go down. The only real price shift that happens in the market where you'll see prices go up consistently is when we get closer to a tournament, you'll see the market kind of evolve. When you see success from someone like Messi and Mbappe, you're going to see the market evolve. Aside from that, everything is temporary. It's fleeting. You see Mohamed Salah's cards go up because he scored a hat trick. Do not buy it. That card is going down. He is not Lionel Messi. You see Sadio Mane score a hat trick? Don't buy that card. I'm pretty sure Sadio Mane is going to score a hat trick this year at some point. If he hasn't already, maybe he has. I don't remember. Let's say he hasn't. When he does, those prices are going up. And they're not going to stay up. (laughs) They're going to come back down. So there's only so many ways the market's going to move up. So, So really, try to buy cards when they're not trending. Stay away from the cards that are trending. That's when you start selling. If you want a quick flip, make some money. When someone has a big game, sell the cards, then buy it back when it goes back down. Uh, One of the things I did during the UCL uh, final, so I got an offer on a card. I put a a Lewandowski uh, card up for sale, refractor. Uh, Got an offer for $100. I thought it was fair. And uh, I didn't accept it until that evening, which was after the UCL final. I saw those prices dipping. And what did I do? I sold the heck out of that card. I sold it for $100. And what did I do two weeks later? With that $100, I bought two Lewandowski refractors, the same ones from the 2017-2018 uh, Topps Chrome set. I bought, a from that set, uh, number to 150 blue refractor. I bought a number to 250 purple refractor. With the $100 that I made, I spent $100 and got four cards and some really good cards. So things to think about in timing the market. Obviously, it's not a perfect science, but I think you can really learn a lot from what's happened already. Messi, Bappe, tournaments. If you follow that, you'll be in a good, you'll be in a good place. Uh, Thanks for listening to me today. If you have any questions, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Logical Soccer Investing. Thanks. Have a great day.